In today's show, Bitcoin price fails to retake $17,000 with the market not prepared for dip. That's right. The Bitcoin price action remains stable, but will not last long, according to the latest Bitcoin technical analysis. Also in today's show, SBF signs extradition papers set to return to face charges in the United States. That's right. The FTX founder reportedly signed on the dotted line, bringing him a step closer to returning to U.S. soil, which is supposed to happen later today. Also in today's show, co-founder of a $4 billion crypto pyramid scheme faces 60 years in prison. That's right. Co-founder of gigantic $4 billion crypto pyramid scheme is pleading guilty to money laundering and wire fraud charges. According to the U.S. Department of Justice, we're referring to the crypto queen and the one coin fraud. Also in today's show, breaking news, one of the largest peer-to-peer crypto exchanges, Paxful, officially removes Ethereum due to integrity. Quoting their CEO, Ray Youssef, we finally kicked Ethereum off our marketplace, 11.6 million human safer integrity over revenue. Who is next? Also in today's show, more breaking news. Bitcoin miner Core Scientific reportedly filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. That's right, because they say they're failing revenue or the falling revenue of the Bitcoin prices is forcing them for Chapter 11. Also in today's show, crypto strategist says Bitcoin is flashing a monster bullish signal and shares his 2023 outlook. That's right. He believes that the king crypto is gearing up for a massive rally in 2023 and that there is a monster divergence on the price action. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome everyone just tuning in to today's live show. This is Crypto News Alerts podcast episode number 1139. Today is December 21st, 2022, just a few days away from Christmas. I'm your host, JV, and naturally there is lots to cover. So let's dive right in. Checking out today's market uh, market watch. You can see Bitcoin down a half a percent, trading just above 16,800. We also have Ether in the red down 0.33%, trading just above $1,200. While also we have Binance Coin, XRP, and the majority of the major cryptos all correcting and in the red. And checking out coinmarketcap.com. Let's get a refresh for the latest data. You can see the market cap at this time is 811 billion with only 28 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The current Bitcoin dominance at 40% strong with the Ether dominance at 18.3% and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours. Helium up a whopping almost 25% for the day, trading above two bucks. We have TonCoin up 7.5%, trading at $2.58. And Ether Classic up 4%, trading at $16.54. Below that, we have the XDC Network, Decred, and Immutable X. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week. Literally, the only one in the green is, or I should say there's two. There's XDC up 20% for the week and HNT up 6.5% for the week. The rest, major mass losses as the blood continues in the altcoin market. Also, checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. You can see we're currently rated a 26 in fear. Yesterday was a 29. Last week was a 30. And last month, a 21 in extreme fear. I want to welcome everyone just tuning in to today's live show. Let's dive now into our Bitcoin technical analysis and check out the charts. Bitcoin divided traders yet again this morning, December 
November 21st as sideways Bitcoin price action split opinion on the future. And right here, you're looking at the Bitcoin one hour candle chart. Now check it. Data from Cointelegraph Market Pro and Trading View followed Bitcoin as it acted within a tight range just below 17,000. A single brief spike above the 17,000 mark failed to last, with Bitcoin returning to familiar territory from the past week. And for popular traders, there was a lack of consensus, with some calling for an eventual breakout to the upside and others demanding a rapid fall towards $10,000, quitting crypto analyst Mikhail Van Pop. I'd wanted to hold 16700 in order to see continuation on Bitcoin. And he also shares, for now, it's fine. Some sideways consolidation before breaking 17000 for further continuation to 17500 to $17,700. And fellow crypto trader Elise agreed on the potential for a rethink once seventeen five is hit, while Crypto Tony also eyed that zone as a line in the sand, quoting him here, holding that EQ would still present a good opportunity for us to pump to the supply zone around 17.3 to 17.6. My stop loss on my short is if we close above $17,600 in trading resource game of trades. I had the potential for the S&P 500 to punish the bears next. Quoting him here, short squeeze setup in the works for the market. It predicted alongside a put call ratio chart for the index, a big move up and it's game over for these puts. So there you have it. And far from bullish, on the other hand, we have Crypto Capo warning that a downside move would take market participants by surprise. As he shares here, most people are not prepared for what is coming. And it shows. He tweeted and he also additionally noted that some altcoins leading the drop already, breaking key supports and most of them making new lows. So calm being out of the market. Now, after surprise events involving the Bank of Japan the day prior, which I covered here in the show, the U.S. dollar began to consolidate after seeing a fresh drop. The U.S. dollar index, better known as the DXY, ostensibly still inversely correlated to the crypto markets, focused on 104 mark at the time of this recording. Quoting Ted's talk macro here, DXY lower due to other currencies becoming relatively stronger on hawkish policy. Stocks plus crypto down slash sideways, the commentator shared. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding the short-term price action for the King Crypto as we wrap up this year of 2022? Let me know in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next story of the day. Let's discuss the ongoing saga with SBF being extradited to United States soil with the latest of the ongoing saga. SBF. The jailed founder of bankrupt crypto exchange FTX reportedly signed papers December 20th, which was yesterday, that will soon see him handed over to the Federal Bureau of Investigation, which is FBI agents, and flown to the United States to face criminal charges. The move was expected as SBF was reported to have agreed in principle December 19th to be extradited to the U.S., despite earlier reports indicating that he wanted to see the indictment against him first. ABC News reported that SBF signed extradition papers December 20th, citing the Bahamas acting commissioner of corrections, Don Clear. At a December 20th report, Bloomberg quoted that Clear as saying that the exchange founder signed uh, surrender documents December 20th, which was yesterday, and was set on December 21st, which is today, to sign another set of papers waiving his rights to fight extradition, which would see him placed on a flight bound for the U.S. that same day. He was literally begging his lawyer, which we saw on TV, begging his lawyer to leave the Bahamas and be taken to the United States. Now, Cointelegraph contracted the acting commissioner's office for confirmation, but not immediately receive a response. After the final paper is signed, SBF is expected to be whisked away by FBI agents to a private airport and transit to the U.S. on a private flight where he faces eight counts and an indictment by the U.S. Attorney of the Southern District 
of New York. The New York Times reported on December 20th, SBF's legal team is currently in discussion with federal prosecutors to allow him to be released on bail when he is extradited to the United States. The agreement would require approval from the federal judge overseeing the SBF case and would include highly restrictive conditions such as home detention and electronic monitoring. According to people with knowledge of the matter, he faces charges from the Department of Justice relating to wire fraud, conspiracy to commit money laundering, conspiracy to commit wire, commodities and securities fraud, and campaign finance violations. The charges carry a maximum sentence of 115 years in prison if convicted on all counts. Like, whoa, the FTX founder faces further charges from the SE or CFTC as well as the SEC for allegedly violating commodity laws as well as defrauding investors. Now, meanwhile, December 20th, Instagram post from local media outlet Bahamas Press claimed that SBF was being rushed to the hospital from prison and made the rounds on social media, but that was debunked soon after. So SBF is not in the hospital. New York Times financial reporter Rob Copeland tweeted he spoke to the head of the prison who said the exchange founder was eating lunch in the medical bay and that the rumor was false. As Copeland shares here, there are reports that SBF was rushed from his Bahamian prison to the hospital. These are false. The head of the prison tells me, as a few moments ago, Sam was eating lunch. He is still there in a medical bay where he has been held in a single room with four roommates. Now, Bahamas Press then posted an update saying its sources were now reporting the claim was untrue. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding this ongoing saga with SBF, the FTX founder? Do you think he is likely going to be a return to U.S. soil today, as they just stated? And do you think he is likely to receive any bail from the judge? Or do you think bail will be denied as he was considered a flight risk previously? Let me know your honest thoughts, how you feel this is likely to unfold, and I'll be keeping you posted. Make sure you're following me on Crypto Twitter. My Twitter handle is Crypto News Yes. Once the latest details break, I'll be sharing them with you. And of course, here on the show every single day without question. But with that being shared, now let's discuss another big scheme with a sentence of 60 years attached to it from the crypto queen herself. That's right. She's facing up to 60 years in prison. Co-founder of the gigantic $4 billion crypto pyramid scheme pleaded guilty to money laundering and wire fraud charges, according to the U.S. Department of Justin, Justice. <laughs> Carl Sebastian Greenwood, the co-founder of the infamous OneCoin fraud with Ruja Ignatova, who is known as Crypto Queen. Now, Crypto Queen, the leader of the scam, has been a fugitive since 2017 and was placed on the FBI's 10 most wanted list earlier this year. Now, why hasn't Sam Bankman Freed been placed on the FBI most wanted list? Maybe because they got him, I guess. Greenwood and Crypto's uh, Queen started OneCoin in 2014 and operated the company as a multi-level marketing network, according to the DOJ. OneCoin's promotional materials indicate more than 3 million people ended up investing in their fraudulent crypto offerings. Greenwood and his colleagues allegedly falsely claimed that OneCoin maintained a private blockchain. Here's what the DOJ had to share. OneCoin records show that between the fourth quarter of 2014 and the fourth quarter of 2016 alone, OneCoin generated over $4 billion in sales revenue and earned profits of over $2.9 billion. Now, Crypto Queen served as OneCoin top leader until her disappearance from the public view, October 2017. Greenwood, as OneCoin's global master distributor and the leader of the MLM network through which the fraudulent crypto was marketed and sold. Now, Greenwood was arrested in Thailand back in 2018 and extradited to the United States later that year. He has been detained since his arrest and has pled guilty to the charges in federal court in Manhattan. He faces a maximum potential sentence of 60 years in prison. So there you have it. 
I get, I mean, if you do the crime, you got to pay the time. And this is like a foreshadowing to what can potentially happen to SBF. We're talking about life in prison. In fact, there was a recent tweet I actually want to share with you because this is actually relevant here. Let's see if I can pull up a new Twitter page here. Um, very interesting, uh, to say the least. Check this out. Here we go. This is quoting the former U.S. attorney, Guy Lewis, in regards to the SBF matter and the guidelines for serving prison time. Here's a quote he shared on national television. The way the federal guidelines are as a part to SBF, the guidelines here are going to be mandatory life. And mandatory life means you die in jail and they carry you out in a box. I repeat, mandatory life means you die in jail and they carry you out in a box. Now, Pretty profound words to say the least, but this again is coming directly from the former U.S. attorney, Guy Lewis, in regards to Sam Bankman Freed. So I would not be surprised if he spent the, le- the rest of his life in prison paying for his crimes of defrauding over a million investors for literally billions upon billions of dollars. You know what I mean? But with that being shared, now let's dive into our next story of the day and let's discuss Ethereum being officially removed from one of the top peer-to-peer crypto exchanges in the world due to integrity. That's right. Uh, Ray Youssef is the CEO of the exchange Paxful, and he has put his plan to remove Ethereum from the exchange, which he revealed a week ago, into action today. Officially, the exchange is one of the largest peer-to-peer crypto trading platforms in the world, and Youssef says he has a big responsibility to his 11.6 million customers. Youssef wrote on Twitter, we finally kicked Ethereum off of our marketplace, 11.6 million human safer, integrity over revenue. Who is next? Now, the Paxful CEO further explained, we need maximum momentum behind one clearing layer to win, and Bitcoin is the only game in town. This isn't an investment strategy. This is humanity rising up to liberate itself all in. Very powerful words coming from Ray Youssef. Now the reason behind the anti-Ethereum decision, let's break it down. In a newsletter, the Paxful CEO explained the backstory behind his decision to remove Ether from the exchange as early as Thursday, uh, December 22nd, under the tagline, Revenue is nice, but integrity trumps all. Youssef describes economic apartheid as the biggest problem in the world. It is, according to the Paxful CEO, the root of all humanity's suffering. That's why the CEO of Paxful, he strives for a world where Bitcoin frees billions of people held back by this evil system, especially those unnecessarily harmed living in the global south. According to Youssef, there are ultimately three key arguments for why ETH does not support this mission anymore and is bad for the Bitcoin industry. The first reason Youssef cites is Ethereum's shift from proof of work to a proof of stake, quoting him here, proof of work is the innovation that makes Bitcoin the only honest money there is, whereas proof of stake has rendered ETH essentially a digital form of fiat and referring to a tornado cash censorship and the Ethereum Foundation, Youssef goes on to state that Ethereum is controlled by a small group of people while one day you will need permission to use it. Facts. The third argument is the scams that have emerged with Ethereum's capabilities. While Youssef concedes that ETH has some utility for real-world use cases, he also says that the tokens Ethereum has spawned are scams that have robbed people of billions of dollars. So ultimately, the developments of the past year have set the Bitcoin industry back years. They have stolen valuable momentum away from Bitcoin and cost us years on our mission, he explained. And now the decision of Paxful is likely to arrive rather controversially in the crypto community 
community, while it will find applause in the ranks of Bitcoin maxis, right? Meanwhile, numerous experts, including Bloomberg Intelligence's Mike McGlone, predicts that Ethereum could outperform and even flip Bitcoin by market cap in the next bull market, at least temporarily. And at press time, we have ETH trading at around $1,200. Thus, the price is sitting just below the key resistance at that $1,220 mark. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding ETH being removed from one of the largest peer-to-peer crypto exchanges in the world? And do you think that many other massive exchanges out there are likely to follow in their footsteps? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And now let's break down our next story of the day, which unfortunately, we have another chapter 11 bankruptcy from a pretty major Bitcoin miner, which is core scientific. So let's now break this down, shall we? Here we go. Just days after the creditor offered to help Core Scientific avoid possible bankruptcy, reports emerge confirming the Bitcoin mining company's fate. Core Scientific is reportedly filing Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection in Texas owing to falling revenue and Bitcoin prices. On December 14th, financial services platform B. Riley offered to provide Core Scientific with $72 million in non-cash financing, $40 million with zero contingencies, and $32 million with conditions to retain value of stakeholders. The decision was made after Core's valuation fell from $4.3 billion back in July of last year to only $78 million at the time of this reporting. That's right. So literally a year ago, they were worth $4.3 billion, and today they're only worth $78 million. So as a direct result of the extended bear market, Core Scientific had to sell almost 10,000 Bitcoin in April just to stay operational. And a CNBC report quoted a person familiar with the company's finances as saying that the Bitcoin mining company would file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy early on December 21st. While the company continues to generate positive cash flows, the income is not sufficient to cover the operational costs, which involve repaying the lease for its Bitcoin mining equipment. The report also suggests that Core Scientific will continue its mining operations and has no plans to liquidate. While B. Riley offered a lending hand, the company's stocks momentarily surged nearly 200%, but has since seen a steady decline, which you can see here in this chart. And on October 26th, a Core Scientific filing with the U.S. SEC indicated financial distress. And according to the company, the primary reasons for the situation were low Bitcoin prices, increased electricity costs, especially here in the United States, right? An increase in the global Bitcoin hash rate and the bankruptcy of crypto lender Celsius, which wiped out the debts owed to Core Scientific. Now, Core Scientific has not yet responded for a request to the comment, but tech giant Microsoft recently restricted its cloud users from mining cryptos as a measure to increase the stability of its cloud services. And as reported, Microsoft updated its acceptable use policy December 1st to clarify that mining cryptocurrency is prohibited without prior Microsoft approval. Very interesting. The company said its intent was to protect customers by reducing the risk of disruption or impaired services in the Microsoft cloud. So there you have it. Do you think other major Bitcoin miners are likely to also file Chapter 11 bankruptcy considering the low prices of the King Crypto with the high electricity costs as outlined? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. I just pray the contagion doesn't get much worse, especially heading into a new year for 2023. But now let's break down our final story of the day, the moment you have all been waiting for, which is a bullish outlook for next year for 2023. Popular crypto strategist believes that the King Crypto is gearing up for a massive rally for next year in 2023. Let's freaking go. Long needed, right? The synonymous analyst known in the industry 
as Immortal tells his 190,000 Twitter followers that Bitcoin is flashing a trend reversal signal on the three-day chart, quitting him here, monster divergence on Bitcoin. It is positive, but it isn't a bottom signal. Price may continue to go down as the RSI, which is the relative strength index, makes higher lows as outlined here in this chart. Now, the RSI is a momentum indicator that can signal a big shift in an asset's trend. And looking at the analyst chart, Bitcoin appears to be forming a bullish divergence, which suggests that buyers are starting to gain momentum even though the Bitcoin price continues to fall. Now, Immortal's chart also shows the Bitcoin has ignited strong moves up after flashing the same signal in January of 2019, October of 2020, and July 2021. And with the Bitcoin bulls gathering momentum, Immortal believes that Bitcoin will launch an epic rally in 2023, mirroring the Bitcoin performance between March and July of 2019, when the King Crypto surged from around 3000 all the way up to $14,000. Quoting him here with this chart, we repeat this in 2023, send it. Let's freaking go. But in the short term, Immortal sees Bitcoin bouncing towards the 17,500 level. Quoting him here, I would take it, which he outlines here in this chart. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Immortal surrounding the price prediction heading into 2023. And are you currently bullish or bearish on the King Crypto? Holla at your boy in the live chat. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.